Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back to Hachzeik. We are up to Shir 56. Perak Yud Aleph, where the Mesil Sisharim talks about Nakama and Etira. Nakama is taking revenge, saying, I'm not going to do something to you because you weren't nice to me. Etira is saying, I, even though you were not nice to me, I'm still going to be nice to you, not like you, who were not nice to me. So I'm har- harboring resentment in my heart uh, based on what you did, not recognizing it's HaKadosh Baruch, or thinking it's really you hurting me. And um, we need a lot of chizik in this because this, all human beings have this. And it's, like we saw yesterday, it's part of our amuna and betachen work. This is a natural thing that we have to fight against to realize it's really the mailman is the person and Hashem is the sender. So another example that Mrs. Sharm says is, let's say a person um, does a favor for an enemy with a, a frown, not a smile. So even though you're being nice, but you're not doing it with a Seir Panam Yafos, that is Nitira. The Chobos says that the most, the biggest hater you have, the, the one who hates you the most, is your own Yitzhahara, who's constantly trying to get you to do Ra, and it's not you. It's inside of you, but it's not you. And that's the first thing that's so important, the Chobos says, to know it's not you. There are so many people who say, I got because I hurt it's in you but it's not totally you there is a Yitzhahara in you and you of course you other you take responsibility because you listen to him but it's not you that the force came from in the first place the force came from the Yitzhahara when you think of it that way it makes it much easier to negotiate with him and to say is there another part that does not want to do the Avera because if it's you, you're not going to check yourself. You say, this is what I want. But if it's something, uh, somebody else telling you to do something, you're going to say, well, maybe let me see if I should listen. Let me do Shevach Chakiris and Bedikas to make sure this is what I really want to do. Um, yeah. And this is what the Messiah Sharm here says that. Uh, another example of Natira is uh, I'm not going to be nice, but I'm not going to I'm not going to hurt the person back. But I'm not going to be nice, or I'm not going to be his friend. I'm going to I'm going to forgive, but I'm not going to show such support and friendship. All of that is Natira. The Yitzhar says, "Stay away." And the Yitzhar is very sharp. He knows how to get us. And that's why the Torah says, Without any, any interpositions between you and him, try to imagine you're him, what would you like to be done to you? And uh, this is something very important to remember. The, the Gemara in Shabbos says, if you judge other people favorably, Hashem will judge you favorably. And the Chavetz Chaim explains um, that, what does that mean? Hashem will judge you favorably? People have to judge favorably because they don't really know all the, the whole story. But Hashem knows everything. What does that mean, Hashem judging favorably? Either you're guilty or you're innocent. What is Hashem, how could Hashem look at it two ways? A person could judge favorably by looking at it two ways, but Hashem could, knows the black and white truth. And the answer is no. 
there's different ways of judging somebody. Sometimes you take a step back and you look at the person's story, you can have more compassion. So how much compassion does Hashem have on you? Exactly how much compassion you have on other people. So if you take a step back and look at somebody who did something wrong to you and say, there's a bigger story and I can understand why they did that so it's not as bad as I thought it was, then Hashem says the same thing to you. Even though you did this in this Avera, Hashem says, I take a step back and treat you that way, the way you tra- treated your friend, and say, you know, there's a this, this reason why you did this. It's because of this pain, this side, this struggle, or this situation, and inv- your environment was hard at that moment, so I'm going to take that into account and exonerate you, just the way you exonerated your friend. Inter- an interesting point is also Ahava. The more Ahava you build for that person, the easier it is to see the benef- give them the benefit of the doubt. Pasuk says, "Al kol peshoyim techasa ahava." Pasuk Mishlei. All uh, love covers up all sins because when you have love, you have ahava. It's hard to see bad in the friend. You only see the good parts and the good things. And it could be that's a, a derech melitza or done here brings altanen es chaveri. Don't judge your friend until you reach his place. In other words, the closer you get to him, then you can judge him. Because when you get close, like a brother or a sister or a best friend, then your judgment will be much more positive. And that's exactly what happened to Korach. Korach, he took himself. He pulled himself far away. To complain against the Kahuna. Because... He pulled himself and his group far away from the rest of Klai Yisrael. He was, couldn't see the good anymore of Klai Yisrael because he was distant. You see the chesreinus. The closer you are to somebody, the more mylas you see in that person. Um, yeah. The Pasuk says that uh, that the Levium were warned they can't touch the Aron Kodesh. They have to only carry the Aron Kodesh with, you know, when it's wrapped up. And they also shouldn't see the the building while it's being torn, taken down, the Besamikdash, the Mishkan, while Aaron is taking down the Parochas. Why? Why are only the Kohanim allowed to look at inside the Mishkan? And why not the Levium? And the answer is, Rabdan here brings, because the Kahanim saw the Mishkan in its beauty, so they could see it also when it's not so beautiful. The Levium never got to see the Mishkan when it's beautiful, so therefore they have no right to look at it when it's not so beautiful, when it's being dismounted and taken apart. Because if you, o- you only can see the chasreinus of your friend and understand that when you see their milas. But if you don't see their milas, you have no right to look at their chasreinus, because you won't see it the right way. The next example that Mesir Zasharim brings is Shavuos, swearing. This is something that sometimes people say Shem Shemayim Levatala by mistake or, or on purpose, Chas Shalom. Shavuos is something that Klai Yisrael does not suffer a lot from because we're scared to swear in Hashem's name in vain. The whole world shook when Hashem said, Lo Sisa Shem Lashav. So that's something that Baruch Hashem, we don't suffer so much from. There are other things, um, and he says the last thing in today's halachic is, 
Not just a, a lie, a shavua, that's a lie, but just regular speech. Your yes should be a yes, and your no should be a no. And to work on that. When I say yes, try to keep it a yes. When I say no, try to keep it a no, because that can lead to worse and worse. The, there's a, I remember a story. My grandfather was approached by a, a Hasidic who said, I have such yichas of this rebbe and that rebbe and this rebbe. What's your yichas? So he, my grandfather said, he said, my yichas is that my mother and my father, their yes was a yes and their no was a no. They always gave to the Torah and they never took from the Torah. That's my yichas. Their yes was a yes and their no was a no. And they always gave it to the Torah. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.